Hey everyone, Cheryl and Tony, buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Welcome to our show. Yes, welcome. <laughs> um, are we just ready to go and start? Although we should probably like have some chit chat because it's going to be a very short show. It is a very short show. There's not a lot of news stories today. And we even delve into some past news. Uh, uh, yes, this be- first one here. Because do you know what Monday was? 626 Day. 626 Day. That's right. Ju- every June 26th, we celebrate that little rascal known as Stitch. And if you head on over to uh, the Disney Parks blog in their wallpaper section, there is a ton of Stitch-based wallpapers that you can get for your electronic devices. Very cute. So even though 626 Day, don't forget that you can celebrate Stitch every day. Right. Yeah. Disney Eats has a foodie guide to the 4th of July at Disney Parks. That's right. The 4th of July is just around the corner, and there are some delicious uh, patriotic treats that you can enjoy, like the 4th of July shake from Sunshine uh, Seasons, (laughs) the red, white, and blue sundae from Clarabelle's hand-scooped ice cream, uh, and there is a phenomenal uh, dessert that uh, Cheryl saw here from Disney's Riviera Resort at Le Petit Cafe. It is the Patriotic Top Hat, which is gigantic. And it is a vanilla bean cheesecake with morello cherries on a Riviera brownie. It's hard to tell how big it actually is, but it's tall and it's quite impressive. It does look gigantic. I feel like all the the um, foods that are themed red, white, and blue, obviously, maybe, they are all desserts. Yes. There's really nothing that's a food item that I would consider 4th of July. Right. Which uh, tends to be the case. How do you decorate, like, it's, you know, It's really just roast. a bunch of red, white, and blue uh, out in Disneyland, they have the Jolly Holiday Bakery's 4th of July Donut, which is a cotton candy icing donut filled with strawberry compote, red, white, and blue whip topping and sprinkles. It it just looks like a plate of sugar. It does. Yeah. No, it's kind of making my stomach turn a little bit. It is. All right. Um, oh, my favorite here. They have uh, caramel apples that are red, white, and blue. All right. Those Very are, cute. Those are Granny Smith apples dipped in caramel with marshmallow ears and robed in a blue-colored white chocolate and a red-colored white chocolate, striped with white chocolate, and sprinkled with sugar stars. Very cute. Some of these stars from the upcoming movie The Haunted Mansion visited Disneyland. That's right. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Owen Wilson, and Lakeith Stanfield uh, were in Disneyland to promote the Haunted Mansion movie. They were dressed up in cast member attire uh, related to the Haunted Mansion. Uh, so that was uh, that was pretty funny to see Jamie Lee Curtis dressed as a maid. Uh, and I believe the uh, uh, Owen Wilson and Lakeith Stanfield were dressed as uh, uh, butlers in right. the purple and green butler tuxedos. Uh, no word on when the video of their visit is going to be released, uh, but we do know that the Haunted Mansion film is going to be released to theaters on July 28th. Very good. That was actually our one Disneyland story ah. for the day. We already finished with the Disney Parks blog, so let's head on over to Walt Disney World and see what's going on there. There is a major development at the uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure Ride at the Magic Kingdom. That's right, Tiana's Water Tower. Uh, with Tiana's Foods logo and a new tiara uh, on top of it has been installed on what will be the Tiana's Bayou Adventure Mountain. Very good. Uh, yeah. It is very cool looking. The tiara looks like the tiara she wears in the film. Yep. Uh, and of course, as you know, Tiana's Foods is an employee-owned community food co-op established by Tiana in 1927 after the success of her restaurant, Tiana's Palace. <laughs> right. Yes. 
So apparently this co-op is housed inside a salt mine with growers planting crops along the old Splash Mountain waterway. Uh, the idea is that guests will ascend through a mill house that is built into the side of the mountain. It seems like they're just trying to squeeze a whole bunch in there. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to, you know, retrofit it, but it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. So the ride itself is going to pick up after the events of the film uh, in 1927. Speaking of Tiana. Yes, uh, there is a new Disney Chase Visa a design that you can get with Tiana on it. That's right. It's a silhouette of Tiana that then has Tiana and... Uh, a frog. <laughs> her frog, as well as... Uh, who's the little lightning bug? I forgot the lightning bug's name. Yeah, we're really on top of all this right yes, now. Yes, we are. Um, but that is a new Princess Tiana Visa available for Disney card holders. So it's it's pretty cool. Prince Naveen in his frog form and Ray, uh, the lightning Ray. bug, all right. uh, are all on the card. So I have the castle on mine. Mm -hmm. What do you have? I have the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Uh, but there are some new cool designs. There is a, a new stylized version of the castle. I like that one. Uh, that looks pretty cool. Of course, there's the new Disney 100 design, which no, is pretty nice. No. Uh, the Disney Maleficent one is eh. pretty cool. Um, but uh, there's a ton of uh, different options if you do have the Disney Visa. Which is cool because it used to just be like, I think the castle was the first design, the mm -hmm. one that I have. And do you know what's really oh, sad? Do I, I thought I had Tinkerbell. You had Tinkerbell at one point. At one point you did. Yeah, okay. But you know what's really sad? What? It used to be fun when you would give somebody your credit card to pay for something and they would look at it and they'd go like, that's a cool design or that's a Millennium you've, Falcon. We've still had that. We had that like we, a we few get months that, ago. We get that occasionally. But yeah. now that you scan everything yourself, yes. you're not handing your card so over to people. So disappointing, huh? Or my card is attached to my Apple wallet and I just... Well, that's boop. your own fault. I know. Walt Disney World is auditioning musicians for the return of the Toy Soldier Marching Band to the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. That's right. That uh, parade takes place at Magic Kingdom. And do you know that until 2019, it was a real marching band that was playing trumpets and drums. All right. Uh, and they performed every year. Once COVID happened uh, and after the pandemic, the toy soldiers were still in the parade, but they no longer played instruments. Okay. So this will be the first time in four years that they will be playing uh, instruments. Very neat. The shaman at the Navi River Journey, um, she's an auto animatronic, and uh, she had a little malfunction. It's actually kind of a big malfunction. That's right. She was just kind of like in mid-pose with her head flopped back. Yeah, like her arms had started moving, and then, yeah, it almost looks like her head fell off. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not the first time this animatronic has failed. Uh, while the Navi are humanoid in form, they are seven-foot-tall creatures, so they're, they're you know, proportioned a little differently than the average human being. It's hard to keep a head on it, if you're I, I guess, seven feet tall. I guess, but uh, like I said, this is not the first time it's malfunctioned. It doesn't malfunction to the same uh, level that the Yeti is malfunctioning. Um and oftentimes the shaman has to go to B mode, uh, which is just a screen showing her moving and singing instead of the audio animatronic. Weird. But uh, in this one instance, a guest captured, uh, you know, the shaman who should have been in A mode, uh, just completely askew and... Yeah, uh, no good. Yeah, not good. There are some savings available if you want to see the Cirque du Soleil show drawn to life at Disney Springs. That's right. They have what they are calling their new sizzly, sizzling summer savings offer for drawn to life performances but now through September 30th of 2023. Uh, it's for performances from June 23rd through September 30th for valid, uh, valid for seat categories one, two, three, and four, a limit of eight tickets per transaction per guest. 
Uh, regular tickets start at $85 normally, but with this offer, you can get a ticket for as low as $59. All right. That's very reasonable. That's right. Drawn to Life has now been around for a year and a half. It premiered in November of 2021. Uh, it has been performed more than 650 times so far, and it has seen 600,000 guests through its doors. Uh, you know what this tells me? What? They're just having trouble selling it. It wasn't. It's not as good as the one that was there before. Uh, I do agree. It is not as good as Lanuba. Mm-hmm. Uh, the performances are a little different. Yeah. You know, there's no little Chinese girls with yo-yos there's or just, BMX bikes. I don't know. It's too much on the story and not enough on the, like, cool circusy stuff. Okay. That, to me, that's what it was. So if you want to see Drawn to Life, they perform Wednesday through Sunday at 5.30 and 8 p.m. Uh, they also offer Sunday matinees at 1.30 p.m. and 4 p.m. Uh, you can get your tickets through the official Cirque du Soleil website. Lululemon at Disney Springs must be doing pretty well for itself. That's true. Just after three years uh, of opening right across from the Lime Garage, they are moving to a new larger location in Disney Springs. They're going over to the former Ugg store, uh, which uh, is, uh, let's see, where was that? That was in the bus terminal. Yep. Uh, so that is going to open the Lululemon store in the fall of this year. Uh, so they will be in their current location until the mean t- uh, until then. I'm still a little sad about the Ugg thing. Yeah. I like to w- look in that store at all the fuzzy slippers that I'm not going to buy. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Right. I mean, I, I you know, I, do I own a pair? No, I probably own knockoffs. Maybe if you bought a pair, Maybe. they'd still be in business. Maybe. I got to tell you, they are taking their sweet time on the Cake Bake Shop. They are. Um, the Cake Bake Shop... Uh, which is uh, actually the Cake Bake Shop Bakery by Gwendolyn Rogers is the official name, uh, which is over at Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Well, our latest update is that the roof is nearly completed. Gwendolyn needs to get herself a hammer and get out there and help because this thing is moving so incredibly slowly. It is. Uh, This new bakery will offer cookies, French macarons, brownies, dessert bars, pies, and cheesecakes, among other bakery-type items. Um, they're going to have two locations. One is a sit-down, one is a takeaway. Both locations are in what used to be the ESPN Club on Disney's Boardwalk. Scheduled to open in 2028. Uh, no, it says it's coming in 2023, so they've got six I don't months. Know. I don't buy it. Again, something you won't buy. Yeah, well, I, you know, I'm selective with my purchases. You are. Me or you? You. <laughs> okay. Um, Josh Demorrow has said that something is going to happen. No, he said specifically something will happen with Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. That's right. He said something, but he did not uh, mention what. Uh, he did mention that Imagineers are being pushed to take risks. And um, he says uh, there are no hints as to what will happen, but something will happen. So I don't know what they're going to do with it, considering they're taking a, a, a tax write-off of $300 million over the next two fiscal quarters. Right. Uh, you would assume that that's a lot of depreciation and 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 whatnot. And you would think that if they're going to take a tax write-off, that they've got to, like, knock it down or something. Yeah, I don't know. If you can repurpose it, maybe that's okay. Right. I don't know. Time, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Moving over to Universal Studios Florida, a new personalized VillainCon ID badge kiosk has been installed at the Evil Stuff Store. That's right, the Evil Stuff Store where you can get uh, all things evil. You can get a personalized VillainCon ID badge for $10, and that's for villains and non-villains. You don't necessarily have to be a villain, but you can get a customized 
uh, villain badge. So much fun, it should be illegal, is what the sign says. Uh, it is a touchscreen kiosk. It will take a picture of you, and uh, you're able to design your entire badge before choosing whether or not to pay for it. Oh. So I can see a lot of people just wasting time making a fake badge, and then, you know, that same person who doesn't buy Uggs or tickets to uh, <laughs> or cake bake bakery items uh, then decides she's going to pass on the $10 kiosk uh, ID, and then they'll have to remove that as well. Stop it. So uh, in addition to your picture, you do get to choose your villain name. It will take three pictures of you, and then you get to choose your best uh, best pose out of the three. All right. Mel's Drive-In is closed for refurbishment. That's right. Mel's Drive-In, where you can get some 50-style diner food. Um, rumor is that uh, – well, rumor is true uh, – that the – Refurbishment would take place right after the Minion Cafe opened. Uh, as the Minion Cafe opened earlier this month, uh, they are now refurbishing Mel's. It sounds like it's only going to be a couple of weeks. So okay. maybe by, you know, mid-July, it's back up and running. Uh, this diner is inspired by the restaurant from American Graffiti, and it serves quick service burgers, fries, chicken fingers, milkshakes, and more. If you're looking for a restaurant and you're in the area, you can dine at Cafe La Bamba or head on over to the Minion Cafe. All right. Discovery Cove, SeaWorld Orlando's day resort, has introduced a limited-time discount with ties to Shark Month. That's right. Customers can get up to a 30% savings on reservations for 2023, although they only have to uh, book them before July 9th. Mm -hmm. Prices start at $133.70 for their day resort package, uh, and then that goes as high as $269.10 this summer. Uh, of course, admission is flexible and varies by day. Uh, Discovery Cove has animal interactions with tropical fishes, rays, flamingos, otters, dolphins, and also offers a swimming with sharks program. There are multiple layers of admissions, activities, and add-ons. Uh, they do have their shark swim program, which is available to 16 people, uh, and those folks wear uh, masks and snorkels, and they swim along black tip, reef, nurse, zebra, and bonehead sharks. Uh, that starts at $169 per person. That attraction does donate 5% of their proceeds uh, to the Guy Harvey Foundation, which conducts scientific research and educational programs for marine conservation. As Shark Awareness Day is approaching quickly on July 14th, Discovery Cove is going to have related content on their Instagram and Facebook pages, as well as an electric shark cocktail uh, as part of their premium drink package. For more information on any of these uh, uh, options, you can go to discoverycove.com. Seems like everybody's got discounts for the summer. Right. Um, Island H2O Water Park has some discount tickets. That is true. This summer, you can save up to 40% on daily tickets and season passes. Uh, daily admission, uh, the deal is $38.99 per person, which is down from $64. Season passes are $79.99. Their normal cost is uh, sorry, $109. And those, sales price, those sale prices are also valid through July, July 9th. Uh, your season pass will give you unlimited visits through November 23rd. You also get monthly benefits such as free popcorn at dive-in movie nights in July and August and discounts for friends in October. Pass holders also get 50% off weekly cabana rentals for the rest of the season. Um, if you've never been to Island H2O, it is a technology theme and includes slides like the Profile Plunge, Hashtag Heights, and the Follow Me Falls. They have a lazy river called Chat Creek and an area for the, those 21 and over called the Private Domain. So you can go to their website, islandh2owaterpark.com. And in cruising news, uh, Celebrity Cruises is going to be sailing year-round from Florida, and they're going to make their first visit to Coco Key. Uh, beginning in 2024, 
uh, Celebrity Cruises is going to visit Royal Caribbean's uh, Perfect Island, which is uh, Coco Key. It has been announced that the Celebrity Beyond will remain at Port Everglades uh, and go to six and eight night Caribbean itineraries. Uh, in addition, Celebrity Reflection will join the summer sailing from Fort Lauderdale and be on three and four night voyages in 2024. Both of those ships will visit the Bahamian island Coco Key, which features a 13-slide water park with the tallest slide in North America, a helium balloon ride, and a zip line along other features. It also features the largest freshwater pool in the Bahamas, several beaches, and the private Coco Beach Club, that, which has a heated infinity pool, a specialty restaurant, and overwater cabanas. It is the best private island for a cruise line that I've been to. Really? Yeah. Better what? than better than Castaway Key. Wow. Better it? than better than Bimini where Virgin had theirs. Right. Well, do you know what they're going to be getting at Coco Key in 2024? What? In January, they're going to have a new hideaway beach for adults only that has private cabanas and their own food venue. So a lot of things on that island are pay extra, like the water park with the slide. You have to pay extra for all that. But just their whole pool area and beach area and the food there was fantastic. I would do that again in a heartbeat. Well, that's good to know. So that's something you would buy. Definitely. I did buy it. Excellent. Uh, so uh, that's all the news for today. We'll be back here on Friday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.